They are the best of the best. The FBI Academy is the toughest boot camp, hardest grad school rolled into one. They're smarter. smarter. Congratulations. You made it in. Let's see if you can survive. They're tougher. Don't move. Keep your hands where I can see them. And one of them will become our nation's greatest threat. Are you telling me you think one of these people is a terrorist? Priyanka Chopra stars in Quantico. Series premieres Sunday, 10, 9 central on ABC. Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! There it is. Oh, I did that. You're giving us some grease up in here? I'm dropping some grease up in here. Wow. Thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV, the Modern Family After Show. We're back. It is Season 7, Episode 1, mm-hmm. Summer Lovin'. I'm your host, as always, Steve Kaufman. You can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And I'm joined once again. What's up, guys? I'm Nicholas Grava. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Nicholas Grava. I'm so happy to be back on this show, one of my favorites, and I'm happy we're finally back here. That was a dig at like how I hate Snapchat. You do? I oh, didn't know I, you hated it. Oh, I hate Snapchat and Instagram. We'll get into that later. Okay. Well, me but, and the audience disagree with you. Let's move on. But I love <laughs> hashtags, and you know this time last year, I'd started hashtag Hail Andy. That's very true. Um, her, I also started hashtag Beth Andy. Which I oppose. Looks like Beth Andy won. Listen, this is, it's like maybe they've, what is the term? They won the battle, but not the war. The war has not been won yet. The war is still happening. Yes. But a pretty crucial battle happened on this episode for Team, team Beth Andy. Listen. I was not happy at how this played out. We were left at the last episode of last season knowing that this was pretty much going to happen, but I really thought that Phil was going to intervene and it was going to work. Mm. And I thought it was going to be, you know, I'm a sucker for a love story. And this, this Beth Andy BS, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Don't waste my time with it. Beth is a psycho. Uh, and I'm not, I'm just not happy. You're just not happy No, with this? I don't think it's going to last. Honestly, it was like, okay, it's the premiere. They're giving us this. They want to, like, disrupt the audience a bit. Do you think it's going to last? No. I think the actor who plays Andy is so busy that it... Like, that has always been my thing here, that it's like, I don't think... I don't know if they can afford him. Like, he's really? on, He's on a lot of stuff. He is. I feel like almost every show I tune into, I see him. Even if it's just for an episode or a quick but guest like, star. But, like, he's doing a lot of stuff yeah. that... This, this seems to be a priority for him. Well, now that they brought back Dylan... I'm happy to see Dylan. You are. Um, he gets on my nerves a little bit. But he's an idiot, though. I, like, you yes. know he's an idiot. So you know what you're getting with him. Yeah, not like Phil. Like, Phil is, like, a he's a smart person. Phil is a smart person. He's a likable idiot. Yeah. As opposed to Dylan, who is not a likable. Although his shirts were funny. Um, You guys, <laughs> I know we changed studios, ABC. But hit us up. We'll tell you the address <laughs> to this studio. So you can send us. You can send us as many of those shirts as you'd like. I'll take Oyve. 
I'll take Oive as well. <laughs> we'll both rock those. I'll take Evolve, even though you're right. There are two Vs. <laughs> Why bother? You can't do it in a shirt, though. You shouldn't. Yeah. If there's a second V in the word, just don't do that. Don't do yeah, that word. Claire is like, well, we have movie, and he's like, you know what, Claire? Not or yeah, he's you know, not every shirt, will, not every word will work. <laughs> and I was like, no, they're going to a movie. Yeah, it's it'd have to be an even number, yeah, amount of or an odd number with the V in the middle. At least That's in the middle, li- yeah. That's Phil was like only- lie, and he's like, no, live. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? What? How do you feel about Haley running to stop a proposal, and then her mother Claire stopping her? I understand. So okay, I think you got if love is there and you think it's there, I'm all for stopping it. Sorry, you know I'm not yeah. I'm not advocating for bets. So I'm all for Haley going in there and doing what she has to do. But I also understand with the mother's perspective of being like, listen, get what you're about to do right yeah. now. You're not just going and being like, like breaking up a high school relationship. Like, no, we're talking marriage. Yeah. This is serious. So I understand that one second, but I also am really disappointed that that was the one second. <laughs> she was like, you, oh, he just went to a knee. He didn't have a se- Come on. That's, that's that was a- aggressive. That's typical Andy, though. Yeah, I guess. Just passive, then aggressive. Yeah, not passive aggressive, <laughs> passive then, then aggressive. It's they're two separate. Yeah, there's a then, so it's two separate actions. That's the Andy we've come to know. I'll tell you, I think Andy in this episode was my absolute favorite story yes. arc for his character. So this episode starts in May mm-hmm. and takes us to September month. Summer loving, baby. Summer loving, <laughs> and I like that they included September because. I keep every summer I forget that in Southern California, September is way hotter than in any of the Southern other months. In Southern California, they might as well include every month because it feels like summer but no matter get, what. It'll be cold by November. Whereas like September. Want, hold up. What are you calling cold? I, not, no. I'm from not, Boston. Not, well, I'm Snow from Philadelphia. is cold. Out here, 75. I'm okay with it. I'm, it's not winter. I'm from Philadelphia, so I, I'm from the same cold okay. weather. Yeah. But I understand that it. If it goes from 100 to 60... You're going to call it cold. Cold, like, relative. Well, listen, you're not alone. Everyone breaks out the jackets. I walk around, and everyone has North Faces on, and I'm Uh like, it is 70 degrees. (laughs) 70 is is pushing it. Yeah, I think... uh, 60 or below. I'm one of those people that it's 60 or below. It's just cold. I would agree. So it doesn't matter if it's negative 12 or 59. I'm like, it's cold now. They had a busy summer. No matter what, this is a packed full summer. I, I like that they did jump time yes that, so that was it important. wasn't just and they one. did that last up that did that last season premiere last year that they i think they tend to jump through to summers. catch us up yeah to catch us up or it might have been two season premieres ago where it was cam and mitch because because gay marriage had just passed mm-hmm. and then the hashtag congrats cam and mitch in real life had launched so they had to tell a story from when right. that happened which i believe was may or june and then they had to tell that story, and then it took a whole season to get to that wedding. And that was all two seasons ago. Yeah, I think it grounds the show in keeping it yeah. like a real family and real storylines, because you can't just come back, skip a whole summer, and jump into things. I, so I, I like how they do that. I like how they do that, too. Especially how they ended last season, where they ended last season yes. on a literal cliffhanger. I hate when they end a season. I hate when shows end the season, and next thing you know, they come back, and it's jumped six they just months, a year. And I'm like... Can we wrap up some of the little stuff? I know the big plot lines they'll wrap up, but I like everything. I have OCD. <laughs> I like I, it wrapped up. I, you're probably a big fan of Aaron Sorkin, just like I am. I have very big. He fans. assumes every season is his, is his last. Yes, 
But Modern Family knows Ugh. they have. They know long, they're doing good. Although, little news and gossip. The, can I get into that, or Let's, do you want to we're, wait? We're, we're in a good seg for that. Okay. Um, so, so this is just because we're talking about how yeah. long in the lifespan that they have. The Emmys just came mm-hmm. up. Now, Modern Family was up to win. They could win six in a row. That would be, yeah. I believe it would be one for the books. Yes, it would. They were going to break a record. I expected they're going to win. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, every after after five straight wins to think otherwise, I was like, no way. They're on the air. They're still killing it. They're going to win. No. Nope. Veep took the Emmy. Veep. Do you watch Veep? I stopped watching Veep. After okay. So <laughs> well then, I've been told I should pick it back up. It's very funny. I think both shows are equally funny. Mm-hmm. I was just I was surprised that Veep had won, and uh, there was not much. There was really no modern unless you watched the red carpet. There wasn't much of in the actual show. Mm-hmm. Uh, modern Family coverage. No. No, no, I mean they're all there. They're I didn't even. There, but... I don't think I, they didn't even do a reaction shot to any of the cast. I mean, obviously not when they were when Veep was going up, but I didn't see any of them. No. And in the past, they've usually sometimes it's all of them on stage, <laughs> and you're like, okay, we get it, you know. But um, yeah, so that was my news and gossip for this week. Some good news. Disappointed, and gossip. but still an amazing. Please show. keep bringing us news and gossip. Absolutely, I will do that. Uh, uh, how do you feel about Mitch taking up art? painting specifically I love it. you do i love it that, and i love the line um that almost made it to my line of the night okay which we're doing you'll yeah. hear about in a minute um which was yeah you just went and got gayer <laughs> yeah jay was talking about his you know we all go through as he says a midlife crisis some different than others uh mitch is basically putting himself out there with his artwork which is mediocre at best correct but it's all too, you know, in the eyes of the holder. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was it was not very, very good. Yeah, was... no. But I did like to see him let loose and really take on this very chill character. Because mm-hmm. he's very uptight. Isn't very it? uptight. Like, uptight that's the whole thing. That it's it's yeah. important to know why someone like that shouldn't let everything go. Because mm-hmm. someone like that lets everything go, a lot of things don't right. get done. Like, apparently the rent. I, I couldn't. When they were going over all the bills. <laughs> and then she says, are we poor? <laughs> I mean, her one-liners. Oh, man. My favorite of... I would honestly say she cracks me up the most. Oh, Lily's one-liners. The best. Like, those are written just perfect. Besides, I, I Cam's confessional... Cam's confessionals are also up there with my favorite stuff that I'm going to laugh out loud to. Agreed. Yeah, 100%. Uh. Man, uh, so much with that. And then we do get that wonderful scene between Jay and Mitch of just like, at a midlife crisis. You're usually not good at the thing you do in your midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet because I think my midlife crisis will be at 100 because I'm going to live to be 200. That's that's nice. So when, whatever I'm doing when I'm 100, that'll be my midlife. Okay. Because it'll be in the middle of my life. I think I've already experienced like five. Well, so I go through. I just don't call those. Those are oh, just crises. Those are just, okay, yeah. I go through a breakdown every week, I'd say. If so. you're, you're 22, that's just a crisis. <laughs> okay. That's not a midlife. Can I? Unless you're going to be, unless you know you're going to die at 44, which is just sad. Well, let's not worry me. I'm also a hypochondriac, so I don't want to get there. I didn't give you any reason to think you would. Thank you. Other it's than very me. nice of you. Uh, Cam described it as a talent-free breakdown. Of what Mitch was having. And yep. it's true. He was sort of like, guys, why are we all playing into it? You yep. know, Claire has one of the paintings up on the wall. Mm. It's not good. No. 
But I think in the moment and that type of thing, you have to support the person. Always. You have to let them go through it, even if I, it's bad. Someone I worked with mm-hmm. many months or many years ago mm-hmm. did these mask things. Masks? Ma- like very big masks. And I was given one <laughs> still on my bedroom wall. <laughs> it's a conversation piece. <laughs> What I'm not being piece of negative. conversation are you having around well, the mask? Usually it's someone asking what what is that and why, why is it on your bedroom wall? Uh-huh. To which I just have to explain. It's a it's a friend of mine, it was a part it was a time in my life. Mm. It was a time in my life, it was a gift. I and there are a lot of things on my wall that are gifts that mm-hmm. I feel are necessary. Just well, just like I thought it was necessary to hang something on the wall or wear Dylan's t shirts. Yeah, that was aggressive. She was supporting. I mean, so Phil and Claire basically were just getting into other people's business in this episode, which yes. is which is common for what very they common. usually do. Because uh, they're too good. To, like the show figured that dynamic out very early, where they're mm-hmm. too good for each other mm-hmm. to ever like. They'll rarely like one in ten, maybe two in ten episodes. Will they have issues with each other? Right. They're too good for each other. Eighty percent of the time. They're having issues because they're meddling. Yeah, and we don't like, at least I don't like, you guys tell us in the chat if you feel differently. I don't like when they're at odds with each other or when they're fighting. I like it when they're a united front. I like the banter. The banter. But I don't like the real fighting in that, you know. No, because they're kind of like your mom and dad. You don't want to. Exactly. Because if the fighting gets too real, you're like, like, this isn't funny anymore. Don't don't point out your flaws too much because then that'll... I agree. I'll start, you'll start to make decent points and not be a couple. <laughs> yeah. No. When she starts to get really mad at Phil, I'm not having it. Although they did have a reason for Haley to get angry with them mm. when they had a little slip up in the kitchen in front of Andy. Well, not really in front. They didn't know Andy they didn't was know still his, listening. But they, they, they own the house. They that doesn't give you permission. Are no, you no, saying no. that gives permission? No, that, that gives the... That's not an excuse. They mm-hmm. own the house. They can literally have had that conversation in any room okay, of that house. Good. Yeah, they chose to have that conversation right. in the kitchen where Andy could just as easily come back, and of course he came back. Yeah, of course he got crushed. I mean, how would you not? Because here's the thing: he does have feelings for Haley. So now getting hearing the confirmation that she also has feelings for him, mm. and now he's like, wait. And I'm stuck in this engagement. That hurts. Yeah. But that also means you shouldn't have just got down on one knee and popped the question if you had feelings of somebody else. And he's also a permanent settler. I'm sure I've spoken on this show, probably in in regards to Haley and Andy, Mm -hmm. that in every relationship there's a reacher and a settler. Hmm. I don't know if I've heard this. Go ahead. I want to hear more. In every relationship there's a reacher and a settler. There's Mm -hmm. someone who could do better, but settled oh and then there's someone wow there's someone who's doing way better and they're the reacher interesting no i don't agree andy with both beth and Haley would be the reacher so would phil okay to a certain extent so would jay like jay jay would be the reacher. okay i see what you're saying that's an interesting concept like obviously if if you're if you're a couple and a unit like you'll Mm -hmm. find your balance but if you really broke it down to pure unobjective unobjectifiable that's a word now sure. unobjectifiable <laughs> numbers uh-huh. someone's a reacher and someone's a settler and it's to what percent it varies and i think andy andy has that inside of him we're just in both cases he's a reacher but with haley at least in his mind he'd be reaching further mm-hmm 
And, I mean, at its purest form, he actually has feelings for Haley, where, like, Beth is more convenient because she kind of tells him exactly what to do. That's what I'm saying. And and he found the, he found the woman he wants to tell him how to live his life. I see. I'm going to put a guess that by episode four. Episode four. They're not together anymore. The engagement is off. It's not happening. Mark it. Episode four, I'm going to say. That's my – I mean, I'm – we're yeah, marking we'll, it. That's marked. I, I, I marked it. I wrote it down on this piece of paper that I'll probably lose in an hour, but I'm marking it, and that's what I'm going to say. Also, also, Lexi Palumbo in the chat says, says been there, done that at 23. I think they mean a midlife crisis or just oh, a crisis. So, Lexi, you can relate to me also. Yeah. Also, tell Nick to take notes on appreciating others' artwork. Oh! <laughs> I don't... What is that a jab at? That's a jab at, like, me talking about okay. my friend's well, masks earlier. Sorry, I think the mask must be very nice. And it is very nice. And must be talented in ways that some just can't appreciate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, side note of things appreciating things, when Haley and Claire were doing their quilting... And <laughs> Phil walks in and they're using all these different materials and Phil walks in and he's like, oh, weird. That's the same pattern as my Kangol hat. <laughs> and Claire was like, yeah, we're trying to get rid of some of his stuff. <laughs> Phil would have a Kangol hat. I was, I'm like, you know what, Phil would have. You would. You know what, at a time, I think I had a Kangol hat too. Did you ever have a Kangol hat? It was a, have a thing. Ca- I have a massive head. I don't wear hats often. Okay. I, I have the opposite where I wear hats. Sometimes it like a flat rim hat makes me look like I'm wearing like my older brother's ball cap. It's very weird. I don't even have an older that brother. That sounds it. Yeah. Um, doesn't fit me right. If so we're speaking of it. speaking of Jay being well, actually speaking of ABC, mm-hmm. they have a brand new show coming. Oh, and it is called Quantico. <gasps> I'm really excited for this. Sunday, one. this Sunday, September 27th, it's the series premiere of ABC's highly anticipated new drama Quantico. Quantico is where the FBI trains their top recruits. Over 100,000 young people apply, and only 1,200 get in. They are the smartest, strongest, and have the best skills. Now they must live and train together under one roof. But everything changes when a massive terrorist attack strikes America, and the FBI discovers its greatest fear, that one of their top Quantico recruits is a terrorist. Which one is behind it all and became a traitor? It's an edge-of-your-seat drama with a twist after twist after twist. Priyanka Chopra stars in one of television's top new shows of the fall, don't miss the series premiere of Quantico, Sunday, September 27th at 10, 9 central on ABC, the same network that does Modern Family, the show we're talking about. The show we're talking and I'm actually going to be on the panel for that show. I'm I, so excited. We're going to be on Monday nights at 9 o'clock. That's exciting. Yeah, we're going to be doing our after show. I then. believe that's when I do Gotham, so we'll see each other in the hallway. There we are. All right. There yeah, I'm is. very excited for that show. Uh, so I want to ask you a question about what you saw. We saw some preschools today, some mm-hmm. very... They were they were contrasting two different styles yes. to preschool. Uh, clearly, Jay and Gloria had different ones for front runner. Which did you like, or which would you feel comfortable sending your future <sighs> child to? The one with chickens called what was it called? Learning Barn. First of all, if they can't, I, I didn't hear a G at the end. There of wasn't. That. So if they're not gonna, you know, but stick the, to how to spell learning and I don't pronouncing know, I think, it. But if you teach them apostrophes that early, it's kind of cool. The learning. I don't know. We're heading on down to the learning barn. <laughs> Fun for us. But if I grow up thinking learning is learning, um, I'd be worried. I would hope for a middle option. Yeah, me too. I would definitely want something in between, like, the stuffy place that won't have your child. Yeah. And the learning barn. I don't like also, the stuffy. Also, I'm not, like, I understand I don't have children yet, so I don't understand the idea that you have to get them the best at all costs. Uh-huh. 
But I feel like preschool isn't the biggest. Like, I, I'm a product of public education, mm-hmm. but I'm also the product of really awesome parents. Right. So that every time I came home, they were just as in, they're incredibly involved in my life, my in my life, my development, my school, my schooling, as they should be. Yeah. But you'll only get what you put in. So whether they go to the best preschool or the learning barn, if you're active in that child's life and their development, it shouldn't actually matter. That said, I do not have children. That was a good parenting tip for someone with no children. That is honestly very good. I agree with someone, you. Someone, probably my future wife, needs to find this <laughs> this tape, this cue it up there, and play it. I'm gonna tweet that. I'm gonna cue it up to that moment and say that's like husband material for all you ladies out there. Anyways, I agree with you, Jane Gloria. That's a perfect parenting couple. Yes. This whole family. Though flawed in their own way, like every other family is, I think it's why the audience loves them is because we can relate to them in so many ways. They can raise great kids. Yes. And I I do think that that's more important. As far as which one I would choose, the stuffy one, I think really hurts kids in a way when they grow up because in some – they really – It doesn't teach them a reality. Yes. I – yeah. They don't grow and they can't be creative enough in their Mm -hmm. own ways. But like if you're you're running around chasing a chicken – uh, then you're learning other life skills. You're learning. You're learning way more at the learning barn. At the learning barn, Joe kills the chicken at Joe the learning the barn. That's one of my nominees for best line. Really? Is Can, do, go ahead. Do you want to do it now? I want. Are we that's do in, it? I want to hear what your best line is. Yeah. Um, my best line is college is like a candy store. <laughs> you don't want to go there. With your jaw wired shut. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite line. It's a great line. An honorable mention was, we would like to purchase this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I liked both of those lines. But I'm going to have to say that I liked mine better. What do you got? Um, so mine is from Phil. Because okay. I also think he's one of the funniest person in the show, people in the show. And he said he's wearing a t-shirt that says Oy vey. Mm. And he says, oh, they loved it at the deli. They were cavelling. And like, that was, I mean, that was crazy. I don't do it justice. There's a reason Phil said it and not me. You they know? were But it was hilarious. I think that's my top line of the night. I like that we're now going to be doing favorite lines. Favorite line if, of the night. If you night. guys are watching, we'd love for you to tweet at us and give us your favorite line of the night because we'd love to hear that also. Also, if any of you are musically inclined, a jingle about your favorite line of the night. Wow. Or I am musically inclined. I'm just rather lazy some days. I may do that jingle for myself. I'm not musically inclined. I'm also lazy. So I'm not going to do <laughs> the jingle What we at know all. <laughs> is there is one person in the universe that will not be doing a jingle for the Modern it's Family me. Favorite Line. Yes, exactly. The Modern Family Favorite Line. Something okay, like that. You're already starting it. <laughs> I'm already kind of working out some. Wow. It's not bad. I like um, it. But I think Jay learns kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. Which is... If you're active in a child's life, mm-hmm. you can't – I mean, problems will always arise. But if you're active in your child's life, the where, what preschool they go to is less important than how active you are and how effective you effective a parent you are. But the, the key is also that you have to always be there. And what he learned is that he has another kid that kind of needs him. And it's Mitch. <laughs> you know what? But he was there. He was there for but like when he Mitch needed him. But he needed to, he needed that realization of like yeah. Joe, Joey will be fine. He's killing chicken. He's learning how to kill chickens. Let's not and that they're G's. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. He seems like an out of control child at the moment. In this episode, we He's... saw him kill a chicken. Mm-hmm. We saw him on top of a piano, smashing it with a baseball bat. There was that. 
and I think there was something else that I'm just not recalling, all things that lead to get your child under control. For real, though. <laughs> For real, though. That's my parent preaching. That's all I have. I also don't have kids, and I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but I, I, it's one of those things that's easy to say when you don't have kids. It's right. just like, control your child. Where it's... Like you I have no would idea. not be on top of piano. My parents would have. I grew up from you know Boston, Italian. Mm. They're strict, oh. and you don't you listen when you, they say you something. You grew up just fearing someone slapping you. At yeah, all times. I mean, that you was... know, they're gonna smack you around if you're gonna be on. T- no, I, yeah, I love my parents. I, they're amazing. I, 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 <laughs> um, what did you think about this new relationship? Maybe I missed it. Alex's new boyfriend. That's new, right? We never saw that from last no, season. No, we knew him. He because when they visited each other. They visited e- when they when she visited that what? East Coast college. That was the boy. Sanjay was the boy. It was a long time. It was. I la- know the visit to the college. But it was that a- was him. That was him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, but they seemed perfect. Like, I didn't and know in that. in the idea of these people that are just top one percentile people, mm-hmm. that they found each other. I think it would be a major misstep if she, like, the storyline just carried over that if she found, like, her one statistical one at this one thing and almost went to that East Coast school so she could be with that guy Mm. and didn't, but, and didn't, but wanted to have the summer with him. Also, yeah, they were gonna, no, I'm screwing this up. They were both (laughs) co-valedictorians. Okay. They were co-valedictorians last season and they were gonna have a a mad dash. Mm-hmm. To determine who would be the valedictorian, because he has like way more aggressive parents than she does, mm. and um, they just wind up making out instead of running. I do remember. Okay. This now. Well, either way, I like their chemistry together. Me too. I'm happy that they didn't end up breaking up. They had this statistic that 86 percent of relate long long distance relationships yes. break up, which is a high intimidating number. Until finally, Alex realized, wait a minute. We've never been in the bottom percentage. We're always that top 1%. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. We are going strong, going steady. Yep. And I'm happy. Going I think steady. that could be a fun... Going steady. What is that? Going steady, steady for good. Are that's, you writing... That's by the Birdie. That's, that's another musical. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical show. We, we open with Summer Lovin'. It's not... Oh, man, Greece. I can't. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Yo, past Kanicki. I played Kanicki before. Wow. Don't want to brag. I was I terrible because, like I said, I'm not musically inclined. <laughs> so I was chorus, yeah. and I couldn't make the dates, so I got cut. Mm. I didn't get cut because I was bad. I got mm-hmm. cut. Couldn't I, make the dates. I was on a sailing trip in Baltimore. Sure. Okay. That's an interesting There are pictures. <laughs> there are pictures. I was on the Chesapeake Bay sailing. Um. I love this episode. Me too. I'm excited for the next episode. I I I, I, we, I think we covered it all. Yeah, I do too. We covered it all. We wrapped it up in a nice bow. Yeah. We said our favorite lines. I think if we can keep track of our favorite lines, we could maybe have a March Madness. Oh. Of everyone's favorite lines. I like that. I mean, hold it. us to this. The only March Madness <laughs> I can really <laughs> compete in. <laughs> Can't I mean, do the others. Don't know enough. Sports books will help. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to us here at AfterBuzz TV. We'll be joining you for the next 22 episodes of Modern Family right here. However you're listening to us, please like us, rate us, subscribe us, yeah, subscribe to us. In the meantime, Nicholas, where can the people find you? You guys can find me at Nicholas Grava, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You guys can find me at Steve Kaufman, Twitter and Twitter only. Oh, God. We'll <laughs> thank talk. You. Thank you and good night. Bye, guys.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.